Number one, and we're <coughs> and we're all already back training. Good day, Frank. Good morning, KB. We got all the stars back on board. If they're if they're not overseas playing, yeah, we've got uh, all our players are basically in now except our World Cup players. So uh, with Jesse Bromwich, Dale Finucane, and Tim Glasby were the last three players to start training yesterday. So we'll just um, wait for our other players to finish their representative commitments, and they'll return uh, sometime in January or uh, early February in a couple of cases. And of course, uh, we've got Don't Hassle the Hoff back. Yeah, no, Hoff's been in it for the last three weeks or so, so it's great to have him back on board, and especially with so many young players, KB, his, his leadership's going to be critical next year. Um, you know, losing a few leaders in Cooper Cronk and uh, Jordan McLean and Tor Harris uh, to bring someone of Ryan Hoffman's status back to the club and is, uh, is, is a real bonus for us. Yeah, it was great to see him back because uh, he was one of the most loved players for the Storm and then, of course, went off to play uh, for... The Warriors over there in New Zealand. Uh, I was interested to see where he said that uh, since the last time he's trained with the Melbourne Storm, that uh, the level's gone up about tenfold. Yeah, he has. He mentioned that uh, to me the other day, actually, KV. So he's, uh, which which is good to hear. I mean, it's we have we've really changed our, a lot of our, our organisation in terms of our training programs and how we do things. Try to take it to the next level. So hopefully, we can go another five or ten percent again next year KB that's what we try to aim each year to get a little bit better each year and uh, just on uh, the back of that Frank uh, you've been overseas uh, with Craig and uh, some assistance as well you've been across to the States yeah we uh, straight after the season KB it was didn't really have time to take a breath we uh, played in the grand final on Sunday October the 1st and and the following Sunday we're on a plane over to the, the States for two weeks and uh, but it was two great weeks. We spent some uh, quality time with San Antonio Spurs, who are regarded as probably being the best NBA team in the last 20 years. And then we went over to Alabama, their uh, football program, which is uh, probably, over, again, the last 10 years, been ranked number one most season. So we got a bit out of those two organisations, and we, we finished up with some time at a place called Fresno State University in California, which uh, had some interesting people to talk to. So, um, no, it was good. We... It basically turned our attention from 217 straight into 218 and started to plan a few things ahead. And just on that, uh, Frank, uh, over, the, over the time we've had a, a number of coaches go overseas, and generally when they come back, they say, you know what, uh, you know, we're not that far behind the Yanks in, in what they're doing and uh, the way we go about things. Well, in some areas, KB, I think we're miles ahead, to be honest with you. I think in the area of sports science, uh, we, are, we are certainly way ahead of, uh, of most of those organisations. Well, that has surprised a lot of people. Yeah, I think uh, and we found the same probably in Europe, not to not to the same degree as the gap, but I think Australian sports, uh, whether it's AFL and rugby league and or a number of sports in the area of sports science, we are, I think we're ahead of the field. I think there was a lot of things they were asking us about what we do with our GPS and in terms of re- recovery with players and, and so on and how we train players. So I think in that area we're ahead, but um, in other areas it's um, it's not even a case of being ahead. Uh, uh, in certain areas, KB, we just look at how they do things. Maybe they do things a little bit different. Doesn't make it better or, or, or worse, or they're ahead or we're behind. It's just uh, other ways of doing things. So I think that's that's what we're always looking ahead to. Frank Panucci has joined us, Melbourne Storm footy manager. Frank, uh, do they know much about rugby league? Very little, KB. They don't, have got no idea. They. Uh, <laughs> it, it's interesting. Is the All Blacks is a brand that's synonymous, and the first thing they ask you, oh, you play the All Blacks, and we said, not not quite. They're a different code. So they. Um, they, it's especially the footballers, uh, being in Alabama, they they watch a little bit and they they really appreciative that we 
play a contact game without pads. Yeah. Uh, so they've seen a little bit of vision. So whilst they don't totally understand the grasp of the game, they appreciate the contact with no helmets and no pads. I think that's something that we get uh, a lot of reaction when we go overseas and, and speak to either NFL or college teams. That's interesting that uh, they all know the All Blacks. Yeah, it's a, it's a phenomenal brand, isn't it? That's just, uh, and I think that's, I think that's a couple of reasons. One is the obvious success they've had for a long period of time, and and of course the Harker is just a <laughs> captures <laughs> imagination. It does, it does, and it's in the, the way they do it, and that's I think they're the two factors. But that and, and quite deserved. They're, in, you know, we we've seen for ourselves having spent a lot of time with them over the years. KB, that they are a world class organisation. Uh, Cameron Smith uh, yesterday was awarded the 2017 Golden Boot as the best player in the world. Uh, he's had a, a fantastic season, a, a season of excellence. Uh, I noticed the boys on the run home last night, they, they ran a poll. Who's had the, the greatest season, Dustin Martin or Cam Smith? Now, obviously, it's a football-related town, but uh, Dustin Martin didn't win by much. It was something like, you know, 57 to 43%, which I thought was quite extraordinary that, uh, you know, Cam Smith uh, was right up there with Dustin Martin in, uh, in the heart of football. It's been an incre- it's incredible, I and mean, the base it's very hard to split, isn't it? And it really depends where your heart lies. Obviously, as you say, KB, and you've got to respect both players. They had both dominant years, and I think you know um, Dustin Martin won everything possible, and in uh, Cameron Smith, he's won everything possible. But the Clive Churchill Medal, and there's still people at this day, KB, who think he was the best player on Grand Final day, and I think you know I certainly don't want to enter that debate because obviously. Um, I thought Billy was terrific as well, but I think you ask a lot of people, they, they thought he should have won the Clive Churchill Medal. So had he won the Clive Churchill Medal that day, he would have got every possible award this year, and uh, both personal awards, and then, of course, the state of origin success, the premiership success, minor premiership, and and a, and a World Cup coming up. And, and of course, during all that, he um, he broke the record for most games in the season. But probably the most... Uh, remarkable thing is he's done it at 34 years of age. I think that's probably the most uh, extraordinary thing in my opinion and I actually sent him a text yesterday saying that I just think it's to, I mean to do that at any age yeah. is remarkable but to do it at 34 is just, uh, you know, unbelievable. Well he's on his way to break all the records isn't he in terms of games played Frank? He is, he is and I, I think uh, you know people ask when, when's he going to stop and I think it's a very difficult question to ask, uh, to, to answer I should say um, I, th- I personally think he's definitely got two good years left playing, um, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did three years. I mean, he's just, uh, you know, whether I think we learnt this year that we have to look after him a little bit more during Origin, uh, sometimes against his wishes too. He, he's a type of player that wants to play every game, but again, at 34 years of age, we held him back from playing, I think, three games during the Origin period, and more than likely that's something we'll look again next year is I think that's that, that definitely helped him. So those probably things are going to help him as he gets older. Oh, Probably look after a bit uh, more and more recovery during the season, later start to pre-season. So uh, if we do that smart and he buys into it, which I'm sure he will, um, there's no there's no reason why he couldn't go another two or three years. Now, this may be an odd question. Frank Panisci has joined us, Melbourne Storms footy manager. But uh, has Cameron Smith uh, thought of uh, ever handing over the captaincy of, of the Storm? You're saying you might have two or three years left. I'm not quite certain whether you know, you've got a transition in place there who might be the next captain of the Melbourne Storm, but or do you see Cam Smith being captain of the club all the way through to the day he retires? We see in AFL football a lot of captains like Luke Hodge and Nick Revolt, long, long-term captains, uh, giving up the captaincy, still playing, uh, just to be there as an assistant for the new captain to come in. But is, how does that work with rugby league? Yeah, it's a great question. It's certainly been discussed in terms of certainly not at any official level. It's just probably just corridor talk or over a coffee, but... I personally couldn't see it happening for a couple of reasons. I think 
when you've got such a standout captain, you want him to be the captain. I think it's... Um, and I think also if he, he did step down and um, not to say what happened to St Kilda or anyone else who's done the same thing, it, it worked or didn't work. If I, if I was the incumbent captain, it would be a daunting experience being a captain with Cameron Smith there because I think most of the players would still be looking at Cameron anyway. I, I, I think what, what might happen in, oh, certainly not next year, but maybe the year after or even two years in his final year, maybe a co-captain or someone that Cameron kind of guides through in his last year to take over. But in my opinion, as long as Cameron Smith's playing, he will be the captain because um, even if he didn't have a C next to his name, I think the rest of the players, the staff and everyone else were still looking to be the, the leader. And I just think it'd be very, very difficult to um, captain with him in the team. Uh, well, we've got five players, uh, Storm Premiership players, uh, are going to be in action against England and uh, the Rugby World Cup. Uh, do you give England any chance at all? Oh, I think it'll be difficult, KB. I think um, you know. I think I think that, I think defensively they'll stay in the game for a long time. I think uh, they've done. They've been quite impressive with their defence. I just don't think they've got enough points in in their uh, in their team to to buy the Australian defence. And Australian defence has been outstanding. I think they'll I think they'll be competitive and stay in the game for a long time. But I, they just don't have the match winners. I, I watched the game here in person, the first game of the year. I thought the the, the Kangaroos were very rusty then. That was their first game. And England had opportunities to to win that game, but just didn't have that strike. And I haven't seen anything since. So um, it will be a tight final, but I just think the Kangaroos will be too tough. Well, really, the Kangaroos are the Melbourne Storm, aren't they? I mean, there's Cameron Smith there, Will Chambers is there, Billy Slater's there, Cooper Cronk is there, even though he's uh, he's retired and gone up uh, and playing up in Sydney. Uh, retired from uh, the Storm. Jordan McLean is there. I think uh, is there as well. I think he might be reserved for the game. So it's the Melbourne Storm. Representing the country, yeah, pretty proud of that. Yeah, very proud. We're proud of all our players. We're 13 players in the World Cup, but uh, obviously, yeah, the Australian players were, you know, extremely proud of as well. And uh, yeah, look, it's uh, September, December second on Saturday, and it's uh, you wouldn't believe, you know, it's incredible to think they started playing, you know, some practice matches in in February. Now they're, they're still playing in, uh, in December second, so I think. Uh, It'll be a relief for everyone when they stop playing, they get a break and, and recharge their batteries and start again for next year. And so what, what about the recruits for next year? Uh, I know Sandor Earl's gone down with uh, with an injury, so that's disappointing after being out of the game for about four years. So what about the other recruits? Yeah, you're right. I mean, that, was a, that was a real disappointment for, for him personally, but for us as well. He'd made such an impression with the squad in his first couple of weeks. He was in fantastic shape and really bought into what we're about here at the Storm. But uh, look, there's a chance he'll be back later on in the year and Knowing his, you know, his personality and, and his character, I think he'll get back. Um, Sam, big Sam Cassiano from the Bulldogs. He's a player that we've, uh, you know, he's got some work to do, but he's uh, he's impressed. He's certainly got terrific skills, and for a big man, he certainly has got lots of mobility. So we're quite excited what we can do with Sam and Patrick Cafusi, um, Felice's brother, brought down from the Cowboys. He's also impressing at training. So. Uh, yeah, they're two players we think will have good seasons next year. I tell you what, I can tell the fans, Frank, that today is the last day to order your 2018 Storm membership to get your packet in time for Christmas. So it'll be a great, great Christmas present. If you need that Christmas present, well, give the give a gift of a Storm membership and then you can sign up with the reigning premier. So all they have to do today is call the club on 1-800-786-767. So 1-800-786-767. Or you can visit membership.melbournestorm.com. Com AU because it'd be a great present uh, to get a, a membership for the mighty Melbourne Storm, Frank, because uh, extraordinary season last year and uh, judging by the recruiting and uh, just looking at the kangaroos and the, the talent we've got, we're going to be pretty hard to beat again in 2018.
Yeah, it'd be great, great for the, the membership's uh, way ahead of uh, this time last year and any other year. It's uh, on track for uh, another record year membership. And we've got a, a big game to start the season. We've got a playing in a World Club Challenge with the Leeds Rhinos who won the English Super League are coming out to play for the World Cup trophy on Friday, February 16 here at Amy Park. And it's never been held here in Melbourne. So, um, you know, we've gone over three times in the last 10 years to play for the World Club Challenge. So we're really excited. We're we're setting ourselves for that game. It's it's uh, it's an opportunity to win another trophy and recognise the best rugby league club in the world. We're we're certainly going to give it a good shot. And tickets are going to have gone really well for that for that game in in February. Uh, so we say to everyone, just get uh, membership.melbournestorm.com.au or call one eight hundred seven eight six seven six seven. Frank, always great to catch up. Uh, and c- again, congratulations on what's been a fantastic season for the mighty Melbourne Storm. And uh, let's do it all again next year. 